Hello, everyone. Welcome aboard for our next hit of the Fox Sports Rugby Podcast. I'm Sean Maloney. And in the bunker with me today are Christy Doran and Stephen Halls. Christy, last week, Wertho was in the hot seat and we, we got a little worked up about the state of play around things. This week, tossing that out the window, going to go back to the funner games of on-field stuff. Halls, you happy with that? Oh, I'm more than happy with that. Yeah, it's been a, a serious couple of weeks, but... It, the reality is it's going to take a while before we get an answer. Let's talk about some of the positive things in the game at the moment and let's try and lighten the mood, hey, Linz? Hey, Christy? So, sounds like a pretty good idea. I mm-hmm. think uh, lots of lots of good little stories running around. Good to see the Aussie 7 boys doing pretty well. Back-to-back weeks in the final four. So, Hey, pop- they beat South Africa and they have not beaten the Blitzbocket in a long time. Long time, the series leaders after the bell, Lockie Anderson. Hey, just guess. beat them. They're down by two scores. They're down by 12. 90 seconds to go. They're down, by, no, they're down by 10 with 90 seconds yeah. to go. 10 yeah. with 90 seconds to go, scored. And then I think Johnny Port scored, and then they converted, scored and converted through Lockie Anderson. And I think Johnny whipped through the extra two as well. So, And that was without Chucky Stannard, James Stannard, and Ned Jenkins. Yeah. So yeah. that young team, that brought the average age of the team down about six years. So <laughs> yeah, well, Tommy Kingston <laughs> and, and Dylan Peach got brought in. Who was no doubt match fit after playing with the classic while he's in Hong Kong with you? Yeah, all well, the old the old classics feelers though they played their part in the Singapore developing developing Dylan on and off the field. Do you feel like you developed him, or do you reckon you set him back a couple of yards <laughs> of pace with your off field antics? No, no, we certainly progressed his career. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll take you. We saw for a it. video um, of my story of Dylan last night or this morning at um, Scruffy Murphy's at Instagrams. Uh, Instagram, my stories. Do you know what? Scruffy I'm, Murphy, so I'm certain that Classic so, Tours had it, has rubbed off on him. I'm so hooked on the Instagram stories. We thought you had to do it on the weekend. You did, on Friday yeah. night on the restart. Yeah. I love the Instagram stories. But what I didn't know, and I've only just been told this, um, is that people can see if you've been looking at their stories on Instagram. I thought it was a in and out job. Nobody just, knew. You've just looked at my story. Yeah, I saw it just had a look-see. Yeah. So All you right. can tell who's looked at your stories. Which yeah. is a real concern, especially if you're a creep like one of the guys we work with here at Fox. I'm Happy not. birthday to Swaino, by the way. <laughs> Andrew Swain, our producer extraordinaire and uh, uh, master of the Shoot Shield. No, uh, no, nah, nah, he's no creep. No, nah, he's no creep. Uh, but it is his birthday. Yeah. And you know what? I reckon we might just swing ourselves into a bit of birthday action across the weekend. We have George got- Gregan's birthday too. Oh, it today. is too. Yep. It is too. Uh, do you, so do you want to start with the Brumbies or do you want to start with the Tars? Actually, let's go chronologically. Tars v Kings, Friday night SFS. Conditions look like they'll be great. And if the Kings roll into town and serve up what they did in both Perth and Brisbane, I reckon we're looking at a 50-40 scoreline, maybe 60-40. And I don't know who will win, to be honest. Because um, if they if they string it together, I know mean, it's such a ridiculous cliche, but if they put it together for the duration, they're going to be tough to hold out. Well, they put plenty of points on against the Force two weeks ago, yeah. and they scored three tries in the final ten minutes against the With Reds. With fourteen men to to yeah. stop the Reds from getting a bonus. I cannot point. believe they gave up that, that bonus. I know point. that's that's a huge. That hit was for the, that was yeah. high. Bad. They yeah. played so well in the first twenty five minutes of that second half. Again, though, like the Reds, they they seem to have really slow second, like really poor second halves. That was junk. Yeah, okay. like three tries with an extra man on the field in yeah. eight minutes. But the Kings can play, as the point we're trying to get at. Correct. So this Friday night against the Tars, it's a massively important game for the Tars. Their defence has been pretty average this year. They've scored a lot of points late in games, the Tars. So, yeah, look, I do think the Tars will win and, and win well, but it, it, they need to, simple as that. This Australian conference is wide open. That's the reality of it. It's not, not a, 
a great sign that they're all still every single side I reckon can still make it. Oh, Maybe not the Rebels, touch and go, but every mm-hmm. single Aussie side can still play play semi final. You've been you've like. been out the Tars training sessions this week, Christy. What did you see? What impressed you from the men in blue? Yeah, I suppose on Monday there was a massive emphasis on the uh, the breakdown and and getting that quick clean out. Um, it certainly helps that the half back and and when you got someone like Jake Gordon who's running the ball pretty well, you want as quick as possible to to get rid of those forwards. Um, a couple of changes with the, with the Tars. So we've got uh, Dave McDooling coming in for Dean Mum. So a little bit of a surprise there. Mummy would certainly think that he's probably not been in the best form over the first couple of months, but he's played seven seven games. He started seven games. So good to um, recharge the batteries, perhaps. You still probably get 30 minutes off. Yeah, I don't think it's. A, I think it's obviously just a you know a bit of a. He's, he's trying to get a better performance out of him and. And I like the fact that Dave McDoolan's getting a start. He, he went and played 80 minutes on the weekend for Sydney Uni. You know what? At Coogee Oval. I thought that's I good to like see I don't like using that. the term journeyman because um, D, D McD is still quite young. But played with the Brisbane City side. Played with the Reds. Went to the Sharks. Back with the Tars where it all began. Well, and, he, and in between that, goes and plays for Canterbury with the, yeah. with the ITM Cup. Yep. And he, he did he w- punch him out over there? Did yeah. He? And, and he, he played his... He, I spoke to him after the, his club game on the weekend at Kujobal. I think that was his first game since 2010 for Sydney Uni. Fair That's income. where he started. He's a Riverview boy. He's a Sydney boy. And, and he's had a run of knee injuries that yeah, have stuffed him around in years, years previous. But yeah. uh, I don't know. What qualifies you as a... I mean, that's, nah, that's five, a journeyman. That's yeah. journeyman. But like journeyman yeah. is sometimes to indicate that someone... Um, jumps from club to club because they're not good enough to be at one club. That's not, I don't think, indicative of Dave McDooling. I think, I think he's a class player and I reckon yeah. he'll go well against the Kings as a starting lock this weekend. Yeah, certainly. He's reliable. You know what you're going to get yeah, out of him. Yeah, he is. And he's, he's handy in the headset piece and I think players like to play with him. He seems like a really good bloke too. And yeah. um, He captained that Brisbane City side Yeah, yeah. In, the, in their inaugural win. Had a belter of a night out with him afterwards. Sure D-McD. Fridays in Brisbane. <laughs> Been there before? Uh, yeah, the water. yeah, I have actually. Yeah. Bloody good spot. Went there after a World Cup boot camp. It was Brisbane City beat Perth Spirit. That was the first year of the NRC, wasn't it? Yep. Were you there? Yeah, yeah. I think we called it, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, I think we made. No, have. not the first year. No, I was playing for the Country Eagles. No. Oh, that's right. That's right. Um, so Demi D goes in. Any other changes? Any other mix-ups yeah, so for the Tars approach? So what, did, what did I send them with the rope? What was the rope they had? Oh, that's get on the rope. It's a you know one of Nathan Gray's analogies. Get on the rope is the chat when you put a kick through you've got to get on the rope so you've all got to be in one line as gotcha. if you've got a rope so okay. speaking um, of, of, of kicking uh, Daryl Gibson said this morning that they're going to shelve the uh, the box kick which, yes which, we're not good at it so why bother honestly yeah, yeah so that, that was interesting so a couple how long was the rope oh, I've never oh, seen a longer one 30-40 metres isn't it <laughs> looks is it longer heavy than rope? that every single one it's of the squad rope, members yeah. was on is it, it a heavy do a lot rope? of fitness with it so like really? you run up and down hills and you, you with just, the rope. you've got to stay in the line if you're not in line with the rope Sure. It's so you're only as fast as your slowest man. That's right, yeah. So did they go side to side or up and down? No, no, How did they was, carry it? It was vertical. It was just one by one. Run, mm. Running from... Oh, we couldn't see them, but they were running around the lake coming towards the training. So Yeah. Um, but no, Sakopi Kepu, who's, who misses because he's the, the suspension because of the extra cards that he's copped recently. Um, so Paddy Ryan comes in and then you've got Andrew Kellaway who's out for a few weeks. So Israel Folau goes back to 15. Uh, which I think most people probably think is his best position. And, and if you are wanting to run the ball, then there's 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 few better in the game, particularly in Australian rugby, than Israel Folau at 15. You, so you, you reckon that's his best position? Didn't you say his best position was 13, like a couple of weeks back? Oh, I haven't been on the podcast for a while, mate. So yeah, there's a reason for, for that good reason. <laughs> yeah. uh, look, I don't really know what his best position is. I just I think if you look closely at where he plays in a game, I think we get 
caught up in what number he wears on his back because he fl- he's been floating between different positions, 13 and 15 for years. So, um, But I do think a game like this, he'll he'll light up Allianz on Friday night, is he? It's going to be a great game. I think it will be. The Tars v Kings. What sort of crowd do you reckon I get out there for that one? Oh, look, the Kings aren't going to bring a big crowd. Well, they're going to bring about eight people. I reckon I'll go 13,000. <laughs> 13? Yeah. Okay. What do you think? Uh, probably something similar. Yeah. When was the Tars' last home game in good conditions, though? Well, it would have been the Crusaders. Oh, uh, the Sunday afternoon yeah. game. Yeah, maybe yeah. they were. Bear fans should have got something out of that Tars-Crusaders game. That wasn't, wasn't a bad Sunday afternoon hit out. I tell Kelly you, running down there. You'll have fun. If you're out there on Friday night, you'll get a, you get a, have a lot of fun. I might go out and watch. There'll be points. Yeah. You want to come out? Yeah, you're not I'll cool, be there. No, I'll be there. Are you just... Hosting? Hosting, yeah. It's corporate Sean, aren't like no, corporate no, not, Sean. No, like on air, like, rest, like we did last week on the oh, restart. Oh, okay. Like presenting. Well, I just want me to hang around you while you're hosting. Get me a coffee. Okay. Sweet. Yeah. I'll be a runner. <laughs> get me a frothy. Yeah, I'll be a runner for you. Cheers, cheers. That'll work well. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Tars v King. So you're tipping Tars by a few. Uh, in a high-scoring game, the Tars, to hopefully get a bonus point. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to think the same. I'd I think if they don't get a bonus point, well, surely, yes, the win is, they have to do it. Mm. But I think they'll just certainly be optimistic. And bonus points are going to play a huge part in this Australian conference too. So they'll know that they can't afford to necessarily bring off all the charges with 20 minutes to go. They, they need to see it right through. Mm-hmm. All right, what about Brumbies v Hurricanes Saturday afternoon? Yeah, that's going to be no, hard. No, no, it's Friday night, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. Is I it? think it's Friday night before the Tars-Kings game. Ooh. I feel like it is. Okay. We'll anyway, we'll let's talk Brumbies. Now. Let's talk about Brumbies. Hurricanes over in. I think they're playing in Napier. Okay. okay. Christy, sounds right. You've been writing it up all week. Napier. Yeah, I tell you what. Job. You write that. Let stuff. me tell you, Napier is a beautiful spot. Is it? Spent some time there back in the day. Yeah. Bloody beautiful spot, Napier. A good wine region well, as I well. Find Hawks Bay. Anywhere out of the major cities in New Zealand, this isn't like. Uh, uh, this isn't a criticism of New Zealand. Outside the major cities, it is amazing. Stunning. Major cities are not much for me. I don't you know, really you can go them. from the CBD in Napier and you can be walking walking in the hills with sheep, 15 minutes, tops. Yeah. That's that's the level of, uh, of beauty around that. So that's Friday afternoon. Am I right in saying yeah, that? Yeah, 5.35 on Friday, on Friday afternoon. And that's in Napier. Yes, correct. Okay. Not, McLean Park. There you go. Home of the Hawks Bay Magpies. Yep. The black and white of the Hawks Bay Magpies playing the ITM Cup. What's going to happen in that one? Brumbies went down last week against the Rebels. Yeah, look, I, I th- I'd have to pick, pick the, the Canes. They're just playing such good footy at the moment. Like They have just, they really are a, a, an exciting team to watch. The Brums were tough and physical against the Rebels, but they, should, they shouldn't have let the Rebels back in that game. You know, they had that opportunity. They had 13, yeah. Exactly, that moment there where they had, the Rebels had two in the, the sin bin and they didn't capitalise. For me, this isn't taking anything away from the Rebels because that was a really gutsy performance needed by a club at a really important part of their season. But mm. the Brumbies just, um, they let that one go for mine. And I, I can't see them travelling over to to New Zealand and beating the Canes who are just in such hot form at the moment. Let's talk about the Canes for a moment. They were forced to come from behind late against the Blues and had to produce some seriously good rugby to roll the Blues who are in good nick as well. The Barrett brothers... When you guys think back to Super Rugby years of that have gone past, on big time years, like when players have just stood above everyone else. So I'll give you some examples. Uh, Carlos Spencer, two thousand and three with the Blues, ridiculous. Some of the stuff he put together. Uh, Twenty eleven, Quade Cooper Reds and uh, Quade and Will in tandem. Even Digby could throw them in as mm. a as a threesome. Uh, 2009-10 with the Bulls when you had Pierre Spees yep. and Stain and Dupree just shredding sides I think we're seeing the same with the Barretts this year I think this might be one of those years for those two where you look back 
if they if they claim a title and go that's some of the stuff they're doing is is it's bullshit. You know what's remarkable? It's bullshit. Is that Nehe Milner Scudder needs to come back into that side? I know. What do they do with Geordie Barrett then? Because he's a ten or a fifteen. You know, yeah. maybe Nehe goes to the wing, but. Yeah, know. but then you got, you got, you got Arso, <laughs> top try scorers, Sevilla, yeah, Sevilla, 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 yeah, Sevilla, Sevilla. Uh, Marpi's killing it. Yeah, they did it without Proctor last week, I think. As Proctor, well. <laughs> move it, move it, move it. Uh, uh, the great police academy names Proctor. He can quote every police academy movie there ever was. Yeah. Even the Moscow one. What's it called? <laughs> Misko Demoshin. Moscow. <laughs> <laughs> he, met, he met the dude from police yeah. academy last Jones. year. Jones. He met him, mate. Yeah. What was his name? Uh, Not Carl. Michael, Michael Winslow. Winslow, Michael Winslow. He was a legend. Yeah. Michael Winslow. Me mate, Michael. Um, but anyway, yeah, they've just got so much talent, the Canes. So yeah. much talent. I don't know, who, I, I don't know who, who's going to stop be a big them. upset. I'd be a huge upset. But the Brahms, having said that, every time this year, like no one's expected a huge amount of the Brahms. And what they do have, although the last scrum of the game against the Rebels, mm. they let themselves down. Their scrum and their line-out and their line-out mall is, is still one of the most potent... Yeah, how many losses under five points have the Brumbies had this year? Four? Three? Well, yeah, no, they started up five with, points with the Crusaders, three the Highlanders. The, the thing about with the Brumbies as well this year, they've actually done four. very well against New Zealand teams. Mm. Like, they, they seem to a lift. Mm. Uh, and, and I think when you say very well, they haven't beaten anyone. No, yeah. no, but okay. But from where they were from mm. beginning yep. to look at their well, squad. Well, no one's beaten the Kiwi no. side, yeah. Um, you do make a good point, though. Being you've got to, you, you're really only doing your job unless if you if you win. I suppose yeah, they wouldn't be happy with the fact that they're going close against the Kiwis. So. No, who would be? But de- defensively, they're the most sound of the Australian teams. And I think when you're particularly playing against the Hurricanes that do play that unstructured, they love their chip and chases with yeah. the, the Barrett brothers and so forth. That look that they probably stand one of the, the stronger chances of going on and at least being gallant. Let's hope that they can be more than that. Uh, but it is difficult to see them coming away with, with points. I'm cheering the Brums this week. What else have you got for us, Christy? You're our man with the pad. Our next game to look forward to. I'll toss it in. Force v Chiefs over in Perth. It's going to be an earlier kickoff local over there. I think it's a 6 p.m. kickoff local. 8 o'clock over this side, which works 545. Out. Oh, that works out yeah. perfectly. Isn't that a Perfect. great result? Yep. Mm. Oh, yep. the places you can go in Perth post-game. Amazing. Uh, Force V Chiefs. Are you doing that game? Yep. yep. Uh, Force V Chiefs. Huge yeah. weekend. Yeah. I really hope the Force continue to serve up what they've done. I think in the recent Force weeks, get the Chiefs. I do this week. I do too. Yeah. Let's not forget the Chiefs were down by 24 against the Cheetahs in Bloemfontein last week before rallying and motoring home to get over the top of them. But I, I look back, I know we're going back to 2014, which was a huge year for the Western Force. But uh, they, they got the Chiefs. as The Chiefs were the, then the defending champions and the Force got them over there. I reckon they can pop them too. Difficult assignment as well after a couple of taxing weeks in South Africa for the Chiefs to come back and half the half the way over to Perth and then lift against a team that's just had the bye too. Um, They've gone Stormers, Cheaters coming back to Perth to take on the Western Force. What do you reckon? I think the way the the Chiefs will play will suit the Force this year because they like footy to open up. It, it's just going to be mad. I think the Force attack is going to be good enough. I don't know if they'll be the, if their defence will be able to stop the Chiefs. I, I think they can comfortably score. 30 or 40 points, that may not be enough against the Chiefs. But I'll probably tip them this week. That'll be my upset tip, the, the force. They've had a good a good rest. Uh, there's still a lot of drama going over there, so players will be pumped up. There'll be a bit of emotion if they can harness that correctly. 
think they can get a win. We saw what it did for the Rebels last week. No doubt that must have played in their mind against the Brumbies. Oh, you just had to look at the yeah. uh, elation on the sidelines when the when they did get the business done and that final scrum that was you touched upon just earlier. It was a massive push that. Oh, now that you hear more from the players, and I, I hope over the last few weeks I, d- I didn't ever come across like as naive to this situation, but I am certainly feeling more and more for the players and trying to put myself in that situation I now. feel for their families, mate. Yeah, I, yeah, feel I do, for, yeah. I feel for all of them. Yeah, I, I just thought the reason why I thought they'd make a decision, they'd get on with it, but it's clearly not happening or not going to happen anytime soon. No, like, it's definitely not going to happen This is going to drag out soon. so much longer than we anticipated. So, like, I've got two of my very good mates coach the backs at the Western Force, and Sean the, Byrne, and at, at Melbourne the Rebels. Rebels. And they've, and Morgan Tuner at the Rebels, they've both just moved there. Mm. Sean Byrne's just had his second and third had twins. So he's yep. got three kids under three. Yep. Morgan's moved four kids under 11, you know, and that's, there's every player has a situation like that. So I really, I'm starting to feel... There's a massive human element to yeah, it. Yeah, there is. I, I feel so sorry for him. But I fundamentally agree with needing four teams in Super Rugby in, in Australia. Sa- I heard you say that last night on Super Rugby Kick and Chase. And on that same show, uh, they had Mitch Inman mic'd up for the duration of that game. Jeez, a bloody ripper, Mitch Inman. Can, can talk, can't he? Which is great. Yeah, like He's lipping up at the line. <laughs> he's like, coming at you, I'm coming at you. Yeah. So you've got a sense there for how much it meant to the Rebels last week. We'll get another sense of how much it meant to the Western Force this week against the Chiefs. I think they're fit and firing, ready to go. Red, yeah. Is everyone in? Yeah, well, I think... You, I, you I were think on the Force? I, I think so. We're going on the Force. They don't really have any, any particular gonna injuries. Go going to go the Force. New halfback. They've had yeah, no, Mitch Short, the ramming halfback, flew over this week. I assume he played he some country eagles as well. He did, yeah, yeah, yeah. He did, yeah. yeah. Um, he'll be, he might go straight in. I don't, I don't know, but he's flown over there for the next. Have you seen months. how big their replacement scrum half Michael Ruru is? Yeah, I saw his counter ruck in the game that won it against the Reds. He like he is counter ruck like a front row. Yeah, he's built like a back row. Lawrence is not much. Lawrence is injured though, yeah, but yeah. he's huge too. Big guy. Yeah. South African-born allowance. Uh, yeah. So uh, that is those teams. What else have we got? Well, we've got, the, we've got the Rebels uh, over, overnight as well. We do. So that's that's going to be a tough one against the Sharks. And the Rebels have still just got all these injuries and they didn't do themselves any favours when you got likes of Le Petit Tamani doing ridiculous... <laughs> you were la- Why were you laughing when you saw the vision of that? Because I just looked at Roy Arnold's face, look up and see this bloke charging him with a knee and he just ducks his head and hopes... Like, it's like just put yourself in Roy Arnold's <laughs> position for a second... And Le Petit Tamani is flying at you with a knee. Like you think I'm dying here. Yeah, that's the end. Yeah. <laughs> that's a that is that is like a that's a baseball bat on steroids being swung yeah. in your direction. Yeah. And it's not missing. Nah, it's, we, he didn't get all of him though. No, no he certainly didn't. didn't. It might have been yeah. eight weeks if he got all of him. I think it was eight reduced to four. And yeah. a broken jaw. Oh. Potentially hairline fracture of the yeah. eye socket as well. Yeah, like neck compressed through to the L <sighs> five vertebra or something. Yeah. Le Petit. Le Brain, Petit. Explosion. Brain explosion. He's only yeah. just come back from injury, yeah. Le Petit. Yeah. yeah. It, they didn't need that because they were already short. They brought in a couple of guys from the Sydney Club Rugby Comp. They brought in Hugh Sinclair, the yeah. Norse number eight, Will Miller, yeah. Norse captain. And, what uh, an experience for them coming up. Yeah, they'll be straight into Durban. South Africa. Yeah, how Indeed. good. Yeah. Uh, Get in some waves you know in Durban. We'll, yeah. Um, yeah. What about we were having, we shouldn't laugh about it, but we were, we were thinking back to the moment of years past when the Rebels played against the Sharks in Durban when it all went pear-shaped. Can you guys remember that? when the Rebels tour of South Africa ended up in a heap. With Gareth Dell, With Delby oh, no. and Kirtley and, and yeah, yeah. Jock and yeah. that. And that sh- yeah. Was that 2014? Uh, 2013, because Kirtley was at the Towers in 2014. 
That's yes, right. 13. That was 12 the end or 13. Of that. that was the end of that, wasn't it? Yeah. That wasn't good. Cooper Werner. Cooper Werner. Yeah. 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 Messi. Good times. Yeah. I can't imagine that'll happen this time around. No, they, are a hap- so. they are a happy team. Happier after the win. Anyway. After the win, yeah. Uh, okay, any other headline matches you want to single out for us, Christy Doran? Oh, look, I think, I think it would be nice just to touch upon... Uh, then we're going to get to your Form 15. <laughs> we're going to go through it. <laughs> uh, look, I think um, w- just a, a word maybe, Hoylesy on, on, and, and perhaps Sean as well, on Drew Mitchell calling, calling time. I, uh, I'm a little bit sad, and to be honest, I thought he... I think he would have been able to contribute a little bit more back in Australian rugby for at least a season, maybe at super rugby level anyway. But I suppose every play, you know, it's a very tough decision that when you do you go another year and go too far. And he's had some injury issues, but not a, he couldn't have gone around again over there. He he uh, and he and he was not seeing eye to eye with no the I, big I boss man. I don't. Th- I think it was he. He sort of hinted at that when he's out here for the Brisbane Tens that he was certainly not going to be in Europe next year. And uh, he's been awesome, like on and off the field. He's a I think we forget just how... Oh, no, we don't forget. Like, I think everyone's aware just how good he was. Like, he played in three World Cups yeah. and was actually... His best football was played in World Cups, which is... Maybe not 11 because he, he came got back from a 20, huge but Remember he got... But he injured himself again in 2011. Remember yeah, yeah. against Russia? Yeah, yeah. He was... He, was, no, he did was, so he well to get him hammy. right for that. Against yeah. Russia in... Um, I think it was down in Tasman somewhere. And he, he was yeah. he was flying. He was tuned up. Yeah. And stinking hammy got him. Yeah, that's right. He came know? back from that. But that's a big loss. But in 2007... That w- he was in yeah, he was awesome. career Red best form, form. but he st- they still kept him on the bench in that, which maybe turned out to be a mistake. He was in unbelievable form in 2007, and a good sign of a player is when they're at the back end of their career, and he was playing just as good in 2015. What that about that try he, he scored against Scotland? But what about the try he scored as well against... It was Heineken Cup final. Yeah, it was yeah. for Twickenham. Toulon against, yeah. Toulon against... Who was it? He's a big Clement. game, big moment Mate, player. That was, one of the, that was one of the best finishing tries in, on the biggest stage yeah. in Europe about you can six get. or seven of them. Yeah. I'm going to go and find that yeah, somewhere find in Sarvo. Maybe I'll tweet it out. Phenomenal. I just still remember the, the, the run down the left-hand touchline against Argentina where he cut back in and he beat about six or seven and yep. then he passed it to AAC, AAC who yeah. scores. And, th- and that just signified, I think, how good this player was. Um, who, Look, I think that was one of the one of the tries of the tournament for an Australian it was. perspective. And no. he did so well because he, he'd been in Europe and the Wallabies thought he was a bit out of shape and they got it and che- checked back to him, took him to... They went to the States for about two or three weeks. Notre Dame, they stayed up. That's remember? right. And Chicago, and apparently in that time, like they just worked him really hard, put him through extra work. He trimmed down, lost a bit of weight, and fired in the World Cup. I spoke to Drew on uh, Monday evening, actually, and and he said that look, that 2015 World Cup. Did he was, take your call? Well, he, he, he called me. He called, he called, <laughs> he called me. Bullshit! He called you. Uh, any anyhow, you um, text him and say, "Bullshit!" Give me a call. He called you. He text me and said, "I got no credit. Can you give me a call?" <laughs> He did. My knocker six to two ten is out of credit. <laughs> he did say though that the, the 2015 group was probably the closest and the most enjo- like like he enjoyed that the most that he had any of the three World Cup campaigns and mm. said that that like speaking of training and working so hard that that really brought everyone together um, and that they could they could enjoy themselves off the field and and away from the training paddock because they were putting in such hard yards and they were so close and it certainly showed in the end reaching the final after winning the rugby championship. If only you had a personality go right in media, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah, he's a pretty boring type he's of dude, isn't he? Pretty introverted, boring. I look forward to having him back. He's a, he's I a lot of fun. I reckon he'll be back working with us. I hope so. I he's hope a, he's so a, too. He's a... Like, what you see is what you get, and I think that's pretty unique in footy this day and age. And he loved the good time, but 
you look at his career, he never overstepped the line, never did anything wrong, but just always, you know, the life of... No, no Shandon fruit. No. <laughs> <laughs> Say it again. Shandon fruit. Oh, yeah. It's a German yeah. word, I think. Yeah. I think it means hijinks. Like, okay, yeah, got you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't. I look forward to seeing what he, what he throws himself into in the next chapter of his life. I think he'll be working with us. I hope he is. I'd oh. like to I personally, I'd like to see him play a bit of NRC. I don't know if that'll happen. I think that'd be a nice way for guys to finish their footy back here, maybe mm-hmm. at his club that he started at for a, a brief stint. That's up to him, though. He'd Why still be very valuable. Again? I'll, I'll play club footy later in the year. You won't go around NRC, though. Too much training. Yeah, no, that, that, too serious. You've got to commentate on it now. Yeah, do you think I could do... But no, nah, I couldn't do... You could try. <laughs> yeah. You could try. There's not yeah. much else we haven't tried this yeah. year in terms of broadcast <laughs> innovations. Uh, no, oh, yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I, I am saddened by the fact that he's not going to be playing anymore. I love watching him play. Quite I love that the game. he never. I love that he never took himself seriously, and I can't wait to um, to have him back in rugby circles back in Australia because I think he's a great. Uh, he's a great lad. You know what? He's, he's a, a great good role lad. model. He's a good role model for kids too. He's 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 tip top. Yep. Good on you, Drew. Okay, now. He would be an instant selection in our, one of our more favoured Wallabies 15s. But during the week, or early in the week rather, Christy Doran... Actually, do you know what? Your yarn went up on the Daily Telegraph masthead. The news.com.au. Did, did you retweet it from the Fox Sports Where rugby you, count, which you so often Not yet, do? he hasn't. No, he hasn't okay. So, you've picked a form, a Qantas Wallabies form 15. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. May I ask you what dictates form do you look at numbers or just is this your personal opinion i think just personal opinion really okay yeah. okay what was the feedback on the team that you picked on the line on the whole i'd say probably much more favorable than it ever has been is that right really? okay well run us through what you look for when you're selecting a wallabies team based on form well i think you got to keep in mind that you're representing all the fox sports with your comments and picking that team well, so no, that's no, why you're no, representative of you are you, I'll, I'll say if you put your, I walk down the street and people go, I saw the team you picked. I go, hang on, I didn't pick that. That's right. You so you're representing Fox, yeah, of Fox Sports Rugby in many ways the same way I'm representative of you when I'm working. I'm doing with my best I can with you in mind. Yep. I want you to be represented We're always well. thinking of We're you. We're always thinking of you. We speak <laughs> about you often. So what do you look for when you're picking a Qantas Wallabies Form 15? Well, let me just firstly say that I did put my name to that. So, saw that. Um, saw it's, that. It's certainly not a staff writer. No, no, no. no, no, no. Leave it's, not, it's, not, it's not one of your several hidden articles. We get no. that. Yeah. yeah, go on. What <laughs> do you look for? Look, I think just uh, we've, we've seen, what, eight rounds in. I think it's the halfway point. I think it's important to kind of go, look, these are a couple of guys that are going pretty well. These are a couple of blokes that I don't think have, have started the season as well as they would have hoped. Yeah. But reality is that I think there is some, there's been some, some good stand-up performances. Who would have been the bolters in that, that squad there? I don't have it in front of me right now. In terms of bolters, in terms I'm of... I'm going to get his squad. I, you I, keep, you keep squad. him on the line. I did say that... This isn't the team that we'll be running in. No, no, we understand. We're that. aware of that. We yeah. understand that. But like, so who would have been? Okay, who would be the surprise? Who would the like non-cap? His, do you like his photo with his yeah. byline? Yeah, I do. Very Clark Kent that photo. It is very good, yeah. isn't it? Christy Doran. Okay, here we go. Carmichael Hunt at fifteen. Yep, that's a good shout. Great shout. Oh, I think. Oh, you've got it. Is Izzy Flay on this team? We'll have to, I'm going to scroll okay. down. Uh, you've got Henry Spade at 14. Can't argue that. Yeah, Samu Karevi's the number yep. one run meter, offloader, tackle buster in the entire competition. Yep. Picks himself, of course. Why would you write patient Samu there? Well, I think every now and again, that he does make that many off, um, line breaks and, and, and kind of tackle busts. But particularly You're talking about his offloads, aren't you? Yeah, yeah particularly... It was a bit loose with his carries yeah, on the You know weekend. what? I'm convinced it's not his 
it's not his issue. People are too lateral on him when he's. I've said this several times. Get deep. Get behind him. Get make the, the offloads just really stress free. I think. Get behind I, I, him. I don't think it's if just if you're playing with Samu Krevi and all these guys that can offload, you just drop him behind and don't get next to him. Sure. I don't. I don't think it's just a. It's just Samu Krevi. I think there's quite a few of them that at times when when they are getting into space that they're looking for that miracle pass. Yeah, that's a fair shout. Um, yeah. so, so this is just from Super Rugby. Am I, am I right in saying that? You're only yeah. picking these players from Super Rugby? Yeah. yeah so you yeah. can't go offshore with no, these ones? No. Okay, Bill Meeks at 12. Uh, I don't know. I saw... I think Duncan Powell, personally, I think he's been really, really good in, in, a, in a Reds team that's been pretty ordinary in the opening two months. Um, I thought Reese Hodge has, has tried pretty hard, but I think he, well, he went back to fullback on the weekend. Still don't know if 12 is necessarily his best position. Yeah. Um, no, look, I can't disagree that Billy Meeks has been good. I think he's had a few games where he had loose carries, and but he certainly, you know, surprised a few people. And we do need a ball playing number twelve as well. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I think we all understand that if if Kurtley's fit and available, come why do we need a ball playing twelve? The way Czech likes to coach, like yeah, okay. yeah that's, that's just his style, style of footy. If you sure. want to get the best out of the style that he wants to play, and especially now they're talking about less box kicking. Put John Lance at twelve then. That's Go, a good shout. Edonambuli. Yeah, well, look, he's, he's, he's finishing tries. He's Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Finishing tries. Oh, he's scoring, he's scoring tries, but uh, there's been a couple of them. Who else we got? We need other options. Look, there's no doubt that there's Haylett Petty and the, that you can put on the wing and Sefanai Valu, but he's only played a couple of games. Yeah, I'd be strongly leaning towards Sefanai Valu. Oh, I know, but the reality is that we've said that the form over the eight, and he's only played two matches, and I think... But well, you've got Bernard either, Foley in here at 10. Either way, he, Fiji are well got, represented got, on the wings. You've got Bernard Foley in here at 10. How he, many games has he played? He's played two. But okay, the, so the, it's okay for Bernard to play two, but not there's Sefer. A, there's a difference, though, because in, here, in the two matches that he's played, he's been by far and away the the game-changing difference, I think. And you know what? There's, there's what two or three New Zealanders playing in ten positions. If you're at looking at form across so eight rounds, John Lance surely has to be the starting number ten, just because Bernie's only been there for two weeks. Joe yeah. Powell, I don't think anyone would disagree with that one. It's Higgers, I'm with you on the Higgers front. Hooper, yeah, of course, standard. Uh, Fards, definitely. Matt Phillip, that's an interesting selection. He's been he's been good, Matt Phillip. Like he's surprised. Not when I say surprised me, I've seen him come through the twenties and Australian twenties, Australian schoolboys twenties, manly boys, boy. boy. stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's done remarkably well over there. Um, one position we have got a lot of depth in um, is second row. So I, I don't actually see Matty Phillip playing Test footy this year, but he has been really good for the Western. He's Force. a big kid. I think yep. when you've lost Adam Coleman in that second round yeah. against the Reds, he's he really should be back up. pretty soon. Though Coleman, yeah, 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 nothing two weeks. Yeah. Rory time. Arnold picks himself. Yeah. Alan Alatoa. Yeah, I like Alan. He's a Wallaby tourist last year. He's yeah. already capped. Tolu Latu. Yeah. Don't think anyone would dispute that He's for the moment. He's been outstanding, Tolu. He's been yeah. very, very good. Uh, Scott Seo picks himself. Now, some interesting selections on the bench here from you, Christy Doran. Robbie Abel. I'm a huge fan of Robbie Abel. His, his throws are a little bit low for mine. I think at test level, that could be a concern. He's got a... Um, around the field, he's done very well because he's, he's jumped Josh Man Ray and saved Fainga. And we saw him... Really good footy in the NRC for the Vikings. But, no, look, I, again, I, I've got to have Steve Moore. Uh, it's going to be a really good battle, Steve Moore, Tatafu and Tolu, because Tolu has been really dynamic. But at test footy, you need some maturity, especially in that middle of the pack. And I, I do think that the fact that the Reds have not been playing so well is that Steve Moore's probably played more minutes than he anticipated in the first eight weeks up there. And given the captaincy responsibilities, I think, yep. too. Yeah. So Benny Daly and Sakopi as seventeen and eighteen. Benny Daly. 
It's a blast from the past. Mm. I think he a did. Of tests in 2011, 10? I think. 12. 2010 or 11. Yeah. But I think he did pretty well over in New Zealand in a couple of games there where the, the scrum of the Western Force really did match, actually, the New Zealand scrum. So I almost picked him exclusively on those couple of performances. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Ned Hannigan in the 19 jersey, reserve on lock. That, sorry, just back on that. If you go on daily, like Pitt Cowan's been just as good for yeah, the Yeah, and, and Tetra Faulkner. All, yeah. all three of them have been yeah. really, really good. Uh, yeah. So Ned Hannigan? Yeah, I think. Well, look, Ned? After after you lost Jack Dempsey, I think uh, the the Waratahs have probably needed a couple more ball carriers and, and guys that have got across the advantage line. Ned's, Ned's been really good. Like he's been abrasive. Um, again, this isn't the Wallaby side, but I don't like to see guys thrown in and exposed too early. I, I reckon he'll be there thereabouts, but still waiting to see Jed Holloway fire. Mm. Um, yeah, that's been he's mm. you know, had an injury and setback he, and yeah, whatnot, he's, he's been picked on the bench again this week. Yeah. So. Because Wells is playing in front of him, is that yeah, correct? he is. But yeah. I think Jed actually probably had one of his better performances against the ca- the Canes when he came on late, yeah. and he um, he did get he, he created one or two busts. If it was me, I'd just throw Jed out there and let him get his match fitness and mm. confidence up because we know the end result of Jed will be really good. And Big engine. I just think you've got to you've got to let him get out there and get fit because he's he's had a lot of injuries over the last two years. So we just got to see him play more. Speaking of, uh, I like this. You see, nice Arani from the Western Force. I reckon he's a Test match. Quality yep. footballer as well. He's got a one more year before he actually becomes eligible. What uh, happens if they change that to five years in the meantime? Is that no? Nah, surely if you're already in the system already. I think that's I yeah. I think if but you're you know why I system. like him is because he just plays football. He, he just does not stop. He just doesn't fit a certain no. structure or shape. He you just picks and drives yeah. up the middle and keeps the play alive. And he's awesome. We need that. We need more of that. He's big too. Yeah, Massive. big, big, big. You big. would have seen that in the NRC right yeah. the way through last year. Yeah, raw boned. Yeah, it was a good get for the force to get him. Great get. Yeah. Uh, Jake Gordon. Yeah. Look, I, I think on form. I think sh- you would have seen Ryan Lawrence there, but he uh, got, I think got Jake, injured. Jake Gordon for me will probably out of all of our halfbacks. I know he's starting at the Tars at the moment, but I'm. You hear the Tars are going to not box kick. You hear similar chat about the Wallabies this year, and and that'll actually suit Nick Phipps. I know he's you know people mm. saying he's down now at the moment, but he'll come back stronger than Nick Phipps. And um, but Jake Gordon for me will be one that I'd like to see come on with 20 minutes to go in a game. Similar to Matty Lucas, these guys come on and, and light up the back end of games when forwards are because they're running nines. They like to look and threaten. So uh, if we're picking our Wallaby almost. If you, you know, finishes, I look at Jake Gordon as a really strong finisher for us this year. Over such a long period of time of playing professional rugby in Australia, or I guess professional rugby anywhere, how hard is it to stay mentally up? Like, I'm just wondering why Nick Phipps, who is one of my is one of my favourite players, when he's on, he's he's one of the best there is, and now he's struggling to get a start in the Waratahs team. Is it just a, is it a mental thing? Uh, yeah, with someone like Nick, he. he He's very fit, and he puts a lot of emphasis on that side of his game. Yeah, um, it's just the na- the nature of the of the sport, and just the, ebbs and flows. It has to, like, yeah, yeah. I think it's you really can't be up the whole time, can you? No, you can't. And that that's you know, like, I, if I look at my career, I think I had like certainly had you know peaks and troughs, and a lot of it was after big exhausted seasons, mm-hmm. mentally and physically, after spring tours and things like that. So, um, what doesn't help? It's easier for. Uh, the style of footy can dictate players like halfbacks mm-hmm. and five eights form more than any because, as back say for me as a back row or forward, you've got a pretty similar job no matter who's coaching. You've got a mm-hmm. you set piece, you line it, you got to hit rocks, all that sort of stuff. But when you're a halfback and all of a sudden f- when your tars are successful, they didn't really play down the short sides. It was 
just get there and deliver, get there and deliver. And when the game opened up, he found some holes. But I think when Stephen Larkham started coaching the Wallaby back line with Michael Checker, there was box kicking, short side play. That's really, that's a big change for a halfback. Yep. And it may not suit some of them. So I think it's been a big adjustment in, in Nick Phipps's game. But um, one thing's for sure, like he's a he's a fighter. He's, he's a competitor. A, oh, yeah. ruthless competitor. And, you know, he went down and played 80 minutes at club footy on Sunday, but sorry, on Saturday. You'll see him again. He'll yeah. just he'll just have to fight hard for it. Back. I'd like to see him back. I think there. I think with uh, with Nick as well with having not having Bernard there, you you noticed how deep Bryce Hegarty was yeah. at, at ten, and you kind of I think probably Nick's thinking he should be three, four, five meters closer to the to the defensive line. Yeah, good point. I I found when they made that when they made that change with Jake Gordon, it didn't make sense to me at the time because Bernard had just come back in. I mm. thought Jake's done really well and he's yep. certainly put a lot of pressure on, as had Matt Lucas as well. Mm. But I would have just said, I'm going to give Nick the benefit of the doubt here because he's been playing without Bernard. Now Bernard's back. I'd personally like to see Phipps and Foley start the game and Jake Gordon or Matt Lucas come on with 20 or 30 to go. But Jake's been doing really well. So again, you need these problems. You, you've got to look back to all the successful sides in Super Rugby over the history and they've always had players pushing each other and good players sitting on the bench. And last two that you've got in this squad, uh, Christy, you've got Quaid and Dane Hallett-Petty. Dane Hallett-Petty is an obvious one. And Quaid, he showed glimpses on the weekend. He did show some glimpses. Yeah, I don't know. I would, Why don't you have John O'Lance in this team I'd, anyway? I would say that they're more than glimpses, to why be honest. You, why don't you have John... Hang on a second. One, firstly, why, what does John O'Lance have to do to make your yeah. 23? Jeez, you're harsh on Jono. Jono's a, a very good player. Like, what, he, he made his test debut last No, he didn't. Or was it no, he the Barbarians he and he got injured? He was meant right. to, yeah. but Bernard didn't go down in the test match against France. Once or almost. Yeah, we'll get him. That's what he said once after the game. The worst um, bit about it was he thought he was going to get once mm, or almost once Wallabies. wallabies. Uh, so you'd have, you'd have Quaid in there ahead of Jono on form? Yeah, well, I think I think Quaid's performance last week, I know it was against the Kings, but it was the most... Probably, uh, with the exception with Bernard in 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 the second half of both the the game against the Rebels and the Hurricanes, it was probably the most dynamic and and best sixty minutes we've seen from a fly half this year. And um, re- reality is that yet he copped three weeks, missed a half a game as well for a high shot. Um, but when he's been on the field, he he's been doing all right. And I think his partnership with with Carmichael Hunt is pretty is building, and you can just tell that how close they are together. As a, they, they look like their best yeah. mates off the field, and it's really showing on the Looking field. Looking at that too. side now, I know you haven't seen him play 12, but I'd be putting John O'Lance straight in there at the moment with um, Bernard. They oh. live together, they're very close. Do you know what? It, just in terms of the way he hits as well, that guy just wastes bloke. John Yeah. Oh, yeah, son of Dean. Dean was one of the great front, front on hitters mate. in rugby front league. On. Just yeah. run at me. Yeah. Just barking at the. Just yeah. barking. Yeah. Yep. You know what? Toss a switchball at me. I'll come looking. I'll chop you. Yeah. He's chopping all day. If there's one man chopping all day, every day, 24-7, 365, at the line, dropping blokes, chop, 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 John O'Lance. Oh, he's got a good mid-range hit as well. Yeah. It's not just all legs. He's can... Up high. Yeah, bull front shot. On. Yeah, front on. Well, yeah. we'll see how that plays out. Anyway, look, that's look, your side. That's, that's what you think. That's your side. You know what? There's a couple in there that have me scratching my head. It's not easy picking those sides. Like, I don't like doing it because you feel as though, like, you know, it's so subjective and... It is very subjective. Yeah. Feel like you've handled yourself quite well there, though. Yeah. We put you on the grill. And that you was know, always he, a plan. He did, and he told me this morning. He said, "If you read my article on Drew, it's a perler." So he knew he nailed it with the Drew article this yeah. week. Anyone who hasn't been on FoxSports.com.au, check out his article on Drew. I'll I'll read it later. Yeah, yeah. Um, Thanks, and, and just one other one. Uh, 
if you haven't yet, have a look at my catch up, and I'm happy to toss it in as my catch up with Kings Flyer. Yeah, sorry. Talk us Marcus through that. Zoli, Mpimpi, Mpimpi, Mpimpi. Uh, who's one of the hottest players in Super Rugby right now. And caught up with him yesterday. Talked about his post-try celebrations. Hopefully, we see it again on Friday night against oh, we Waratahs. Will. We will, because that guy is a ton of fun. Do you know what? English isn't even his first language. This is what I. Do you know what? This is what I love about the touring teams that we get to catch up with that come come through. They are more than happy. The South African sides, time and time again, you say, "Can we catch up with so and so?" Over the years, we've had like Schalkberger, Bismarck, Duplessis, Victor, Matt Fields come in. They have been so generous with their time. They were again yesterday. So Makazoli's uh, Makazoli's uh, not from a, like a English isn't his first language, but he was like, you know what, I'll have a go. Next thing you know, we're high fiving. Yeah. He's having some fun. He's having a crack at Danny Cipriani in he a didn't fun like Danny's way. dance. Yeah, he didn't like. We well, did. But because he, he well, it's yeah. okay. But watch it, you yeah. might like it. No, it's good. Um, okay, boys, that was actually pretty long, long, but okay. You know, yeah. we had to get back to the the business of the footy. Yeah. We've done that, and we'll leave the off field stuff off to the side for the moment. Good luck to you and yours across the weekend. Make sure you catch all the coverage either via foxsports.com.au or better yet, watch it live and enjoy yourself. It is Sean Maloney right now saying goodbye on behalf of Stephen Halls and Chrissy Doran. See you again next week.